All right, Kathy. Are you feeling good? I'm feeling good. Feeling good? I'm feeling good. We got some guests. We got uh, we got lovely guests and sexiness and Joe. And uh, God, that's know, mean. We got uh, Gimpy Not So Sucky Face and and uh, <laughs> that's, look at the look. Of, she, she, she can't even pout. This is going to be great. You're I mean. love tormenting new listeners. Uh-huh. This is good. Are you guys ready to do a show? Yeah. Let's do a show. The following show is for mature audiences only. Listener discretion is advised. And if you don't like it, please go fuck yourself. One, two, three, four. Do you feel your sex life is quite lame? Scared that your desires might be strange? Come and join the kinky world of play. Always this, late. On this special episode of Perverted <laughs> Podcast, hello and welcome to the Perverted Podcast, the show where we explore the adventures of the kinky lifestyle, sex, and pineapple sucking perversion. Recording live from the Threshold Love Lab in North Hollywood, California, in front of our perverted studio audience. Hello, perverts! Hi. I'm Kathy. Huh? 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 I'm Gurr! Didn't we talk about this? You forgot to remind me. Oh, now it's my fault. Sorry. No, it's uh, I failed. I was already engaged. Try it again. Try it again. I'm Kathy. I'm Unger. And thanks. That I was so much. That's so the take (laughs) two. Just boner. Just and I'm Count Boogie. (laughs) (laughs) Would you believe this is show 142? No. (laughs) 142 of these. This is a new thing. 142 of these episodes, and here we are. Just. Just uh, being special. <laughs> it is a special episode, but it's 142, so it's technically kind of like the answer to the universe. So unlike uh, our Hitchhiker's <laughs> Guide to the Galaxy, you guys and it's weird. like a hundred shows past the answer of the universe. So we should like really have our shit together, and yet we totally don't. So it's like that is the answer of the universe is chaos, right? Going, you're huh? going in circles. See what I did? No. All right, whatever. I'm sorry, I don't see. I'm that. just. I'm just. This weekend was insanity. But good insanity. Good insanity. Good insanity. Good. My kinky Valentine was uh, was amazing. Was a massive success. It was really good. Everyone just worked their asses off, and it was great because it was almost no vendors, and that really pissed one douchebag off, and that made me really happy. So if he's listening, almost fuck no you, vendors. We had Vive vendors. <laughs> whatever. So, um, wow. but it was all classes, and so it advertised <laughs> that it was all classes. <laughs> Muse laughing her ass. <laughs> <laughs> it was all classes, it and is. it was advertised. It's as an that. education and, event, and it was amazing because literally a couple hundred people packed into. The the dungeon every class there was so many classes all types you know there was wax play and bondage and sensual touch and mind fucking and unger you did the uh, cigar, cigar play you cigar play and how many people did you have in your class it's like 20 25 20 25 people showed up to learn about cigar play and 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 just some had never smoked a cigar even wow that so is... i taught them how to cut and light their cigars after the play class it was you know kathy and you know because we've been doing this for years here at threshold and you do events and it's just like hey you put in a lot of effort and it was used to be needed for a fundraiser to raise money for the club and now the club's doing a little better so we don't need money as bad so we were able to just shift it more towards the primary mission of threshold which is fucking education it was just so cool to see just Class after class, like walk down the hall and hear our and people room was full. just packed to the gills of people excited to learn things and to learn about kink. 
that's a day I want to spend 12 hours volunteering for. I mean, people need toys and stuff like that, but it was just so exciting to see people um, just just learning, and yes. it was it made me really proud, you know, to be a part of. And the people stepped up. I don't have a code name for for our new event coordinator. Uh, to say on the show, but she did a rocking job pulling shit together, and everyone, you know, as an Unger and all the normal people, Corey and uh, Angry Corey and everyone, you know, <laughs> pulled together and did their thing. And it, and and it's really excited that when a community gets together, you can have these really good events where people leave and they know things. Yeah, and I have to give a shout out to MJ because this was her brainchild. Yeah, this is MKV yeah, used to be a, a vendor yeah. and games and sh- one year she said this I guarantee it if we do this people will show up and sure. she insisted and the people who poo-pooed her it was I, gr- I, what I was involved in that conversation with her by the way. Oh my um, God. I just want you to know. You have to throw that in there. Before you suck all of her dicks, you know. It there was, was other her idea. Involved and in the education. And she pushed it and worked no, it. So she, MJ she good for you. She did handle it. But very it was successful. really cool. Yeah. It was very very cool. And uh and if Michelle were here, we would actually be talking about the... Uh, Didn't she send you a video? Why am I chewing a mint? She sent me a, a video... <laughs> what the fuck is wrong with me? ...of her sitting on the toilet at the theater going, the movie just ended, I'm peeing, we're on our way. <laughs> Which was great, and we should share that with our listeners. I think we should. You give me Michelle that. Michelle peeing. And I'm just going <laughs> to... We're just going to put that on the perverted podcast, that life profile. Fucker, you're late. You're That's not right. here to say no. We That's assume right. if you send it to us... That it's cool That's very true. To, to, to be on the air. But, uh, you know, uh, this weekend was great. So the next day, of course, was soap. And it was great because I had to uh, not get shot by cops. And it was good. Um, um, I think you should elaborate. Well, um, you know, we are in, a, in an industrial area. And it's not always the best area. We tell people all the time. Threshold has a great record of... Uh, our parking lot being okay and whatever, but it is an industrial area. We are in North Hollywood. Uh, there is some, you know, there's sometimes there's shady people walking through here and there. So we always tell people, bring people with you, call someone when you arrive uh, to walk you to the door, make sure there's people there. If you see sketchy people, try to avoid them. So Bunny gets here for soap and she's dressed all cute and whatever. And there is some sketchy guy in the parking lot with some of the other guys uh, that sometimes that work at one of the other offices, and this guy thinks he's going to be like Mister Fucking, you know, uh, sexual harassment cowboy. And uh, I was good. I harmed nobody. I har- I I I confronted, but I harmed nobody. Uh, and so he's like, "Hey, beautiful, what's going on?" And she starts walking away, and he starts getting aggressive and pissy. Come here, get over here. And she fucking ran. And then she comes in and tells me this. Oh no! And this is my chick. So. I, I went outside uh, and, uh, uh, and, uh, and so, uh, so, you know, I confronted the one guy was there and then the other, I guess the dickhead had, had split for a bit. And I said, what the fuck are you doing, man? You harassing our fucking people. I said, this is bullshit. I called the cops. Fuck you. And the guy's like, oh, it was my friend, blah, 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 blah. And I said, hey, I don't give a fuck. We were real cool with you hanging out here, but you fuck with me. I'll fuck with you. And then I was waiting for the cops and then the fucking guy came back. So I had a conversation with him, and uh, he apologized for uh, disrespecting uh, my partner, and uh, and I didn't uh, I didn't use any violence. It was good, but I was a little angry. And then the cops did show up, 
And so then it's soap, right? So we're having a soap Which party. Which is the social Which of age the social players. of age players. So it's like people in diapers and whatever, and they're oh, pounding boogie. on the door. Oh. And this is the second time it's soap that the cops, because of something in the parking lot. And uh, and so they're like, buggy, get out there. And I'm wearing a, a pipe filter, a pipe cleaner crown that Bunny made for me. And we're in crowns. And I'm like, oh, shit. And I go to run to the door. And I'm like, okay, put down the crown so it looks a little awkward, you know, oh, that I'm at the door. And so I go talk to the cops. Of course, they're like, yeah, well, we can't tell them to leave because, they're, you know, it's, it's not your property or whatever. But we'll go talk to them, whatever. And I'm like, hey, I appreciate that. I, you know, I didn't threaten. I didn't make any. Well, I just made very clear that this was not going to happen. So they went. And then I came back inside. And there was a guy. We have some furniture that I just glued. Right, so I glued the furniture, and and there was glue over the edge. And some guys like, hey, let me fix that for you. I do furniture stuff. So I got him, you know, I got him a razor blade to you know clean the thing off, and uh, and so it was really nice of him. He does woodwork, and so he cleaned this thing up really good. And then you know, I have my crown back on, and everything's going. We're starting to go again. Okay, fine. And so he gives me back the razor blade. I go, thanks. And then you know, I'm going back to do everything, and and they're like, the cops are back out there. They need to talk to you. So I'm like, fuck, and I start running out there, and I'm like, god damn it, I run out there, I throw the crown down, I run it, and right as my hand hit the door, and I say, coming through, you know, to let them know, because you don't want to startle cops, it's a bad idea. But right before, because that's what he did the first time, so they thought, hey, he's respectful, whatever, coming through. And so I said, but right before I said coming through, I said, hey, why don't you put the razor blade that you have in your hand down? (laughs) I was going to say. Before... You talk to the cops. That would be a good idea. Just put buddy. it just put it down and I just I'm just gonna put this here and then say coming through and approach them with empty <laughs> I would rather you came out with the pipe cleaner crown. I was this close, Kathy, to running, than the razor. To running out and being like, Hey guys, did you fucking handle your shit? <laughs> <laughs> Don't mind the razor. <laughs> No show on Monday. Man gunned down <laughs> at a diaper party. <laughs> so that was funny. So they talked to him and then they got pissed and told their friend to leave and never come back because they, we caused problems or whatever. Yeah. But so, yes. Yeah, so the long story short, Only don't approach police officers uh, with, with deadly repor- weapons. Um, and uh, if you are going somewhere uh, to visit, if you're going to a dungeon party, wherever it is, always make sure you know the area you're going into. And if there's people there that don't look like they're there, there is absolutely nothing wrong with staying in your car or driving around the block and calling someone and making sure I walk people out all the time. I live here, big, you know, dopey guy. I go out and I watch my ass in the parking lot. So this isn't like gender specific, oh, you weak, frail women. This is about watching your ass when there's sketchy people in, in the parking lot. Very good. There's your public I'm glad person. you didn't get shot, Buggy. Because <laughs> then who would do the show? <laughs> you. That's just be you and no, Unger. but he wants to listen to just the two of we'd y'all Someone be like, would teach you how to. Hey, how you doing, Unger? Someone I'm okay. would teach you how, how you? to turn the uh, <laughs> uh, turn the thing. Unger, don't you have a YouTube channel now? Yes, I do, Boogie. <laughs> well, Unger, what is on your YouTube channel? So far, just two videos. Um, so, people in the Discord chat, one of them especially. Hello, Nira. Um, was like, I want to see how you do cell popping because I did the cell popping thing a couple weeks ago. Okay, good. It's like I, I've, I'm, I'm kind of got the idea, but I don't see it. I want to know what you guys are doing. Can you like get a video? Because I told, I told them, hey, I got to practice because I'm doing this tomorrow, and I want to. It's been a little while. I know the basics, but I got to do it. So I took the videos and I tried to upload them directly to the Discord chat, and that doesn't work. Oh. So I had to find another way to get them the videos. So I was like, 
YouTube right. channel, I'll, I'll which I've been waiting for. I've been like, <laughs> like all your weird favorite videos. I've been like avoiding making a YouTube channel forever, so I finally did it. So, what's your YouTube channel? It's don't do what the ogre does ever. <laughs> <laughs> Because really, <laughs> don't do what I do. I do crazy stuff. So I'm, the na- so it's like YouTube.com slash... I don't remember. Off, but but yeah, if you look up the YouTube channel, don't, don't do, do what the ogre does. That's pretty funny. Don't do... <laughs> don't do what the ogre does. That's ever. actually a very good rule to live your life. By. I think so. Yeah. And it and it's, uh, releases liability. Yeah, pretty much, <laughs> you have, pretty you much have, the point. You have very much so if, you, if you go too deep and too hard when you're trying your own cell popping, even though I told you... Five times in it, not to. Right. You've been told. The yeah. ogre told you not to. Well, That's right. Congratulations. And, and it's horrible because I don't edit because I don't really care. Oh, Jesus. So I was going to be like, let's put it on perverted pie. We'll, we'll make you a page. In one of the videos. The ogre page is coming yeah. on the new website. In one of the videos, I dropped the phone. <laughs> <laughs> and then when I pick it up, it, I had it upside down. So the last like minute of the video is upside down. Oh, ungrateful. Well, That's for so our great. yoga participating yeah. participants. Yeah. Aerial so that's, that is the, that is Watch the, t- the last minute. <laughs> <laughs> that is the time for the uh, head snap. Yep. Can uh, we uh, discuss our latecomers? <laughs> you know what? They don't get to sit in the chair. <gasps> yes. Ooh. They don't get to sit Punishment. in the chair. And we're putting your peeing video on our FetLife page. <laughs> I'm just putting it up, my Michelle. You peeing. Which I at first I was like, that's dedication. <laughs> that is dedication. I'm on my way. I'm on my way. Here's a, here's a video. But then... <laughs> Y- y- hey! <laughs> oh my God! Oh my. <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> <laughs> this is our listeners. This is the uh, show we do. This is how we do it. FedLife.com bruises and bondage and pussies and dongs. FedLife.com consensual, safe and sane-ish. Why are you looking at me like what? that? What you look? You pointed at the sheets. That's the very first thing on the sheet. I f- fuck that. I, I right. skip it. I skip All it. Right. Come on! Come on! Hey! hey. All right. For your peace of mind, please know that the author of every post we talk about has specifically granted us permission to do so. This is going to be a great show. (laughs) 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 All right. This is from uh, Lou Who Was New, which kind of sounds like a Dr. Seuss book, doesn't it? It really does. We've used one of her posts before, and this one is called, What is Abuse Anyway? She says, I wasn't sure it was abuse. I've been told it was by a friend who is certain. Me? I don't know. What is abuse anyway? A friend called me yesterday about these assholes at her work. They push up against her and laugh while she freezes, and she's made to feel like the problem is her for not thinking it's funny. I heard her say she hates herself for letting it happen, and I felt rage. It isn't your fault, I said. It doesn't matter if they wouldn't do it to someone else. They don't get to do it. My definition is clear when it's abuse of her. No one gets to treat her like that. No one gets to push her boundaries to bully her, make her doubt herself for fun. They are hurting her to please themselves. They have formed a gang, and she is their target, and it is abuse. I want to take their kneecaps off. Where is my rage for me? I'm finding it. It's a long fuse or a slow burn or something that is taking its time, but it's coming. Hmm. Very good post. It's a, it's a good post. Yes, especially because <laughs> lately I, I've been encountering something very similar where I can feel all kinds of clear thinking when it comes to somebody else. But in regards to me, I can't shine the same focus on my actions. I won't excuse it when it comes to me, but I will with other people. Right. So I understand in, in, in theory, 
It's very easy yeah, to a, say yeah, this is a, a cut and dry thing. It's black and white. Abuse is abuse. But it's a lot harder to do when you're the one who has to stand up and say, hey, everybody, look at me. I, I feel abused. Because you start to nitpick and pull apart the entire story and doubt yourself and wonder, is it actually abuse? But none of that doubt is there when it's someone you love or care about, when they're hurting. And it's, an, it's a phenomenon that it, it boggles me. I think what it does is, uh, for me, because I, I have similar things, and there is, for me, uh, in in two ways, and I learned some of that, you know, this weekend with the incident in the parking lot, because, um, you know, obviously, I'm very protective of my partners, and even though I don't, I don't know if someone has a knife or a gun, I don't know what the situation is, there's that thing that says, you go and protect, you have to go and protect, so I'm scared, I don't want to, you know whatever but you go and you just you, you got to do it because that's what you do for other people but then what about me what about what i stand up for all the things that i've done in my life where you know i've been in similar situations of course obviously my whole childhood was uh, i was you know i was abused my whole childhood so i think all i can do is there's two things one thing is i have to understand that people aren't weak you're not weak and you're not bad. And we're going to talk about this. This show is all about solutions. So there may be some things that are said that are going to put some people in, in a bad place like we're, you know, putting the blame on the victim. That's not what it is. This show is about empowering the victim. But it, it's really important that we... <sighs> I almost don't want to get into that. Um. <laughs> I know this is this is a tough one. I mean, even when it comes to you talking about the parking lot, I always park in the back of the building. And I always get pissed off when I see um, anybody, but especially women, walking out of here at night and not asking for an escort. But when it comes to me, all I can think of is, eh, I don't want to bug Boogie and Unger. They're already here. They, don't yeah. have, they shouldn't have to walk to the back. And I will walk, walk out there in that dark alley by myself but I will become furious when it's when I see someone but else I, and, doing and it. And for when I do that, I have to realize, for me as a guy, that's my misogyny. That's part of that is for me. Well, for me, it's okay to 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 risk you know being a victim or, or being hurt or something like that because I'm I'm the guy and I'm supposed to you know be tough. But this poor frail being can't stand up for themselves. So there's kind of an aspect of that uh, from, from my, I'm I get it. No, no, I get it. View, but is it really is misogyny to, or is it that you have more faith in your ability to protect yourself? Uh, because you've been in I'm many sure situations that, I'm in sure your life where you've had to protect I'm yourself. I'm sure there's a part of that, but I have to be really empathetic and understand that the answer here is that it's hard to stand up for yourself for most people. I have to struggle to stand up for myself. I do it. I've had, you know, almost 50 years of having to self-advocate because there are times, and that's what we're going to talk about in the show, that there are times you can preemptively uh, talk yourself through these scenarios and you can, after the fact, get your support and press charges and do that. But in that moment, someone has to advocate for yourself and you're the only one that's there because the, she, they were right. Nobody has the right to do that. Nobody has the right to touch you. You don't have to bear the burden of teaching people what is right and wrong. We have laws. We have morals. We have ethics. But the reality is, if those people are not motivated by those moral and ethics, either legally or by their identity, they're going to victimize you. 
You can say all day long, these people don't have the right. You don't have the right to take my money when I go into some bad area with my wallet in my hand. You don't have the right to do it. But I still have to take some sort of responsibility for myself to look around. And I know a lot of people are like, well, that's victim culture. You know, you're victim shaming and whatever. And you know what? I really don't. You can call whatever. All I know is for me, and I'm not gender specific on this, I have to take responsibility for myself and prepare and train for those moments. Because in those moments, there is no superhero that's going to kick in the door and, and tell the bad guys to stop or make them stop. You have to do something yourself. You have to do your best. And if you don't have the ability to say no, if you don't have the ability to safe advocate, that's okay. That's not a shameful, bad thing. But what can we do right now to find solutions, to move forward, to empower people, to empower myself, to empower you, to empower everyone here to learn how to better say no, how to better know what their resources are? How can we do that? Let's forget what we call this. Let's just find solutions so that we can get through it. And that's what we're, we're, we're going to be do doing. Later on. Like, solutions yeah. are hard to come by, though, because most of the times you're on your own. Yeah, just take and, the, uh, that one. What, yeah, that just, one go, just pull it out and sit in it. Yeah, I don't know. Just sit down. Just tap on a mic. Who was late, who dropped all that tap wax. Okay, yeah, tap, talk. Which we're going to talk about, by the way. You're not getting away with Okay. All right. Uh, I, I think that a lot of the times, like um, Kathy was saying, how she, she'll she go out and by herself and I'll like, hey, Kathy, you know, let <laughs> let me walk you out. No, no. I'm like, oh, Kathy, here, <laughs> take take Poppy Ramon. No, no. I think, Do I really sound like that? Yeah, yeah. you do. <laughs> yeah. Just no, same, no. same pitch and everything. Oh, yeah. Man. But um, I think that you have to learn how to allow yourself to... Um, be cared for and to to let your guard down in a way and be a little bit vulnerable and let people well that's not I mean in in a sense it's actually putting your guard up it's actually getting the support and actually it's picking up a shield it's actually a strength to allow people to join you on this yeah but to me it's like it's it's taking care of yourself but the way I see it is you've got your guard up no I'm fine Leave me alone. I'm I the warrior. I can do it. Yeah. I don't think and that's what her 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 point of view. I think her point of view is is I don't deserve this. I well, don't there's a lot. I'll tell it. you that yeah, there is exactly. a lot. There are a lot of elements yeah. to my not being able to accept help or uh, saying no to somebody. There are a lot of elements there. One of them is that I don't I don't feel I deserve because if someone else is in need. Uh, I'm always going to take the back seat. But the other one is, you know, I'm an independent woman and I don't um, want to put anyone out because I should be able to protect myself. And there's a great deal of guilt there. There's, yeah. So there, there's more there's more than one reason. Now, then why. logically, because remember, 250 pounds, I'm trying to lose a little, um, 250 pounds, six all? foot, <laughs> some martial arts training, fucking psycho, yeah. psycho. I know where to poke you in the throat to kill you. Um I'm scared in that park. I lived in that parking lot for years. I go, when I drive up to places, uh, big strong guy that I am, and I see homeless crazy guy screaming at store owner, I just go drive to another goddamn gas station. So I, it's, I don't, th- 
you do you understand logically that it's not gender specific to oh, protect yourself no, I, from it, sketchy shit? I don't think it, for my particular thing, gender doesn't come into it at all. It's just That's that you just don't a, feel yeah. you, you should. I you could should, go into no matter great what, you detail should be able to why I, from a, uh, early, very early on, I started locking into these beliefs. But th- what does it matter? The, the what matters is that I'm here now. I'm an adult, and I should be able to let people help me or allow myself to go first instead of saying no you go first and i find it insanely hard to do right it's ridiculous i think a lot of people have that problem too yes and a lot of people have that problem of of just allowing themselves to be cared for and and knowing that um they deserve it especially in this society in american society Mm -hmm. you're supposed to strive to be independent and take care of yourself and be strong Strong physically, strong emotionally. Weakness is not something that we tolerate. We are not empathetic to that. Mm-mm. Not not as a society, but so it's a it, it's ingrained in us. We're taught that from the beginning, and I, that's just my opinion and my point of but view. But well, so, I mean, I don't know if I completely agree with that because there's a lot of philosophy, at least in America, about teamwork and and doing things as a team, and uh, we're fanatic about. Lots of team sports. Uh, we teach in schools about teamwork, and you know businesses are set up on building teams. So I don't think it's necessarily all the way true about independence. I think we understand that if you do things as a team, that you have a better chance of succeeding. I mean, you have that individual. You, as an individual, you're supposed to strive to excel. Right, but when it comes to teamwork and when it comes to weaknesses, there are very specific rules about when right. those two things are allowed. And heaven help you if all those rules aren't in place and you cry victim. Right. Then you're not allowed to be weak. You're right. not allowed to to stand in a group and say, I want all of you guys to help. Let's all do it together. You're supposed to do it yourself. So right. You're, you're right. I mean, generally speaking, I'm saying that in American society, we are raised to, to hold independence and strength in very high esteem to something that we strive for. Financial independence, right, physical right. independence. And so... Uh, yeah, teamwork and and all that other stuff you mentioned, absolutely. But under certain rules and in certain ways, those things are allowed. Right. Yes, Poppy Ramon. Um, going back a little bit to the misogyny part of that, it's funny. I find myself inadvertently doing it because I'll be at the club and I'll see a girl leaving, and I'll offer, "Hey, do you, do you need an escort?" You know, if I can't do it, I can, you know, I'm sure someone will help us. I can call Tom who sits out in the parking lot, make sure he comes. And even if it's two or three of them, I'll still offer, even though, you know, safety numbers and all that. But yet if I see a guy walking out, (laughs) I don't say anything. And it's like, well, that's kind of wrong because that I can't assume he can protect himself too. Even if he is maybe a tall guy, that doesn't mean he can't protect himself. So it's funny how there's a... In a certain yeah, kind at, of at what point is the double standard? Because if you ask the guy, "Hey, do you want me to walk you out yeah. to your car?" He thinks you're going to try to suck his dick. <laughs> <laughs> and in a way, I, maybe it also which maybe like that's what you're doing. But <laughs> goddamn it, Poppy Ramon, there's no sex in the threshold parking lot. <laughs> no comment. <laughs> and and maybe there is a little bit of like, I don't want to feel like I'm demasculating him either. Yeah, but that doesn't mean I shouldn't at least offer. Hey, right? You want someone to walk out with you or anything? And which is weird because I'm, you know, the older brother of two siblings, so I have this natural protective mode, but yet it's specific towards women, and I, I'm, I don't consider myself a misogynist, but 
if you look at it, I'm like, yeah, that, yeah that's, that's kind a, of it's a little, little bit, uh, little bit it's there. odd. And, and you know, you, I should be, as you're saying, teammate, everybody, doesn't matter who you are. It's a sketchy thing. Hey, let me just walk out with you just in case, safety yeah, yeah, number yeah. sort of thing. So yeah. it's, you know, maybe, yeah, yeah you it's a little it. programming. It's, it's yeah, I'm not willing to make fight. a commitment that I'm going to offer know. dudes to walk him out. <laughs> I'm just being honest. And it's I am hard. a misogynist. It is it's real hard. I, you know, kinda, it's just kind of like I haven't committed to that yet. Do our other guests have things to say? Oh, we have a microphone I'll, there. I'll walk the boys out. Of I'm sure you, you will. will with your finger in their pee hole. <laughs> Did you? <laughs> so I have a I have a question. Okay. Maybe for kind of the men in the room. Oh, this is going to be good. How often do guys get attacked and get mugged? Like, is it when you're making the decision to not offer to escort, is it because you think that they are likely to get mugged and yet there's the concern about masculinity, et cetera, et cetera? Or is it just that it doesn't occur to us that men will get mugged, Sure. but we know that women are rather likely to get attacked? Exactly. I, I, I agree with that. There is There is definitely at least harassment. A harassment. I mean, mugging is a different type of crime, and of course, uh, most criminals are bullies, and they're going to go for whoever looks the easiest target. But as far as harassment, I think it, it just goes without saying that women are going to be harassed um, much, much, much more than men. That doesn't mean that men don't get harassed. It's just um, we kind of picture... Because then it kind of comes a thing. Well, if someone comes up with a gun, I don't want to get shot fucking walking some dude to his car. That's not a... You know what? That in my obituary. <laughs> I hate men. <laughs> God damn it. Don't you know this? But uh, yeah, that's... Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a, it was a good post, which brought up a lot of and we're go- And stuff. once again, we're going to get into... Uh, we have no training. We're going to be doing no yeah. training with Kathy. In a little bit, and it's a program that that not I, happy about that. Not happy, but um, once again, we're just it. we're going to try to be solution based. We're going to try at least find mm-hmm. and 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 just saying so it, it can be said. These are our opinions. These are just this is this is my point of view based on my experience. It's a limited experience in a very small point in a very large universe, and these are the things that I I I'm experiencing today. And uh, and like what Eddie or sorry, what Papi Ramon just uh, talked about. Um, now all of a sudden, I'm I'm going. You're just you're just ignore. You're just you just literally just turned your back on an issue because <laughs> I don't want to deal with it, and I'm acknowledging that right now, nah. so people can hold me accountable later. No, but it was I start therapy this week. <laughs> it, <laughs> it was a it was a good uh, post. Thanks to Lou for letting us use it again, and and. Uh, uh, she br- brings up a good point that we've all have the issue mm-hmm. with you know uh, very being very point. clear when it comes to someone else you're watching, but not being able to do it so easily when it's you. Uh, very good. I love it. What? <laughs> See, because I put my finger in her butt to make her laugh, and she Poor laughed. Poor Mew. The things she has to endure. Unger. <laughs> yes. Unger, so... Uh, what did the chat room say? What, what the was chat room the chat says room? a lot of things. <laughs> <laughs> and My it's decision. getting to where I'm, I'm, I'm 
having to create a, like a Google Doc or spreadsheet to keep up with what the <laughs> chat room says. <laughs> this is good they stuff. They don't shut up. So it's not, well, yeah, they keep going. But it's good because it, it, there's a now lot they're starting stuff. to input. Yeah. You guys are, because since you guys got on Discord, yeah. you're now having like some more real conversations. Not that the other ones were, but it was mostly yeah. fun based and fucking around. Yeah, because it's, I mean, this is, you know, only during the hour we're here is when we chat here. Uh, with Discord, if someone's having a problem midweek, they bring it to the Discord chat. Right. It's like, okay, I've got a kink problem. I don't know what to do. Can you guys help? Or, hey, I'm going to my first thing of this or that tonight. Or, hey, I'm doing this and that. Any input? So, um, you know, over the next bit, I, I mean, again, I've got a bunch of these saved <laughs> up. I've got to start logging them or I'm going to forget them. Well, what did the chat room say this so, time? The first <laughs> one that we that we actually came up with was just kind of midday. Um, we're chatting, and, and we get this one from Sir Insurrection, who's been a longtime chat member, both on IRC and, and Discord, and a longtime listener, and he likes his name mentioned, so I wanted to make <laughs> sure. He's going to enjoy that. And I talked to him to make sure he was okay with me. I do make sure that it's okay You're for me so discussing You're so good at that, this. Unger. Well, I just... I, it, well, you have That's to. why they love you, Unger. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> anyway, um, he comes in and he goes, Hey, how do you make a slave happy? So at this point, we're just thinking it's a, a middle of the day. Oh, this is just going to be silly. And you get hit her with her favorite thing because we also know his slave slave bunny is, is in the chat too. Hit her with her favorite thing. Give her chocolate, blah, blah, blah. He's like, so actually. <laughs> I'm really asking. <laughs> I'm really asking because there's some major family stuff that's happened that's really put her in a really bad place. I'm pissed off as hell. I'm trying to keep calm, but I don't know what to do at this point or how to console her. Oh, oh wow. so this became a suddenly I mean there's a bunch of us in there chatting and it's a, it's a sudden switch of gears of okay this is someone who's our friend that actually is calling out for help not and just being silly right, right. because he does we, we we're silly all the time he's a great person hmm. um, great question this is, this is I mean if you guys want to go go ahead no, you I mean go I, for it, man. Um, this is this is that time because you had expressed something a little earlier that he kind of shut down and went like stoic yeah. because he was really pissed yeah and he didn't want to be angry and he didn't want to be angry so but he was he wasn't able to offer that care and support yeah that is that is what you're supposed to do that is entirely okay mm-hmm. you have to do whatever you need to do to not blow up and be irrational and if you need to take a break you need to take a time out you need to go drive around the block whatever you need to do to get yourself under control so that you don't lash out in a negative way towards your partners that is okay to do the thing that that my opinion and what i do with my partners is i will because i'm fucking nuts and i have sometimes just insane anxiety and i will tell Mew, i'm my I'm, i'm my brain's going this is bad. And she knows because she sees me start to get pale and the man that comes in and, you know, existential and just all the stuff. And she knows at that time, I'm not going to be the nurturer. I'm not going to be able to get up and, and make pancakes and, and, and the things that I do. And she's okay with that because she knows we have kind of uh, have something established. She understands at that time. Okay. Boogie's Boogie's losing his shit. He's holding it together so he can get away from the situation so I don't take it out on her um, because she's not the cause of it. Um, So having a plan in place of what you can do in those sense, because the idea that as a human being that's fallible 
and my own insecurities, fears, resentments, and narcissism that in the middle of my rage or irrational whatever that I'm supposed to just somehow push that to the side and then worry about my partner's happiness, that's just not rational. It's just not It's just not going to happen. Yeah, I'm actually a little bit confused, though. Is, um, was he actually not uh, not knowing how to help his own slave? Well, no, he, he was... He was pissed, and he was just kind of like, do you guys have any ideas? Because what I've tried so far hasn't helped. And uh, it's not I, making I, her feel better. Yeah, it wasn't yeah, working. Yeah, she's not going to feel better. It's scary. It feels like shit when your partner is having some sort of emotional well, fucking thing. Yeah. You no. just have to you yeah. talk about that it, and it not expect because, happiness. It started because of, of outside things, outside their relationship. She was in a she was put into a bad mood from family, and he was trying to help, but he was pissed that, her, that the family put, him, put her right. in this place. Um, you, you know, sometimes the answer is you're not going to be able to feel good right now. Yeah. Just like what you said, sometimes the answer is you can't jump. I mean, it, it actually it is in our nature, I think, to want to make it better and make it better fast. Yeah, yeah. yeah. which is which is actually what it fix was. It. That whole battery. don't let don't go to bed angry, yeah. which is a crock of shit. Sometimes you need to go to bed angry. Go to sometimes, fucking bed. Yeah, you, you are not cool going off. to make it. You just, just go. Be clear, he wasn't angry at her at all. Right, right. <laughs> it's a chemical. Anger is about chemicals and hormones. It is not about Jesus and fucking bullshit. Just get some separation and give yourself some time. I, th- I think a lot of the times is um, don't feel like you have to fix the problem. Mm-hmm. And just be there and let them vent or be there and watch a movie and cuddle is really all you can do and be okay with that. Yeah, because I think you have to assess the situation and find out, number one, where you are because he was clearly pissed off at the whole thing. He may not be at a place where he can give affection Mm. and attention. And where is she? Let's assess what she needs right now. Everybody is different. Everybody does it at a different speed and everybody uses different things to get out of those. Sometimes you're in the place where right now I just need to be angry and I'm going to be here for the next couple of hours. So I think an assessment of the situation is of the utmost importance before you even begin. And allowing the slave to be an adult. to be, I mean, Mew, she has things to do. She is an adult. She has study. She can do something. She's not so codependent on me that, you know, she can't wipe her ass without me telling her how to do it. And so allow, allow your partner to make their own plan. Hey, when my partner is having an emotional break, because I've been to a lot of classes, a lot of master slave classes. They're all, you know what? The master's not always going to be a great master. There are going to be times where shit's going to go down. And what's your plan as the slave? Sometimes you may have to actually turn around and nurture the master. You may actually need to be there and be that support for them and understand that this is a thing. And I'm not, we don't have a master slave relationship, but there are times where she'll just, she'll see that I'm kind of, losing my brain and you know uh, the anxiety starting to come up and she'll just say what do you need you know the one other thing I threw out there also because of my past situations in various on both sides of the slash for DS relationships um, is dropping the protocol yeah yeah exactly now is that you know sometimes you you, you kind of have to if, if you really want to be there dropping the protocol is what you have to do to go okay we're dropping this I'm, it's just us here together as us. Sure. Let's see if that fixes it. Or make it a diff- Or if, if you yeah. don't want to drop the... Make a different protocol. Yeah. Make a separate yeah, protocol for like it so you don't lose your, you know... 
the the kind of cool thing I think, have, and this is one of the cool things about the Discord chat is just having the place to vent. I think also helped him. Absolutely, just coming out support. Who'd have thought? Who'd have thought? This is why we're here. A teamwork, teamwork, go America! Support if that's America teamwork. About the only way to get kicked out is to be a and not be supportive with everybody there. Get it done. Cypher's got a new job. What are you doing? Wait, it's Sphinx. Sphinx. Sphinx has a new job. Bionic Sphinx over here. She's got a titanium jaw now. Don't, don't oh, chew. Yeah. Don't. Don't laugh. Don't It'll hurt. No, she's chewing. It's she's wait. chomping. <sighs> she's chomping if like she a... If she smiles, it's going to hurt her. She's chomping like a, you know, the dog in Warner Brothers that had the metal teeth. <laughs> oh, did you get an implant? Did you get an implant? Yes, yes. She got jaw implants. Can you tell? No. She... Oh, orthognathic she... surgery. Yeah. So of course you would know that. Of course I know that shit. <laughs> so, so, wait a minute. Go to the fucking microphone if you're going to just... Just don't shove, don't hit her in the face with it, because that'd be funny yeah, and horrible. So they cut my upper jaw into three parts, and then they had to cut my lower jaw and re like move it to match the new shape of the upper jaw and everything. And this happened only ten days ago. And modern medicine is utterly miraculous because You're I already talking. look mostly normal. I can eat soft foods as long as I'm not chewing anything. I can talk. Can you eat pussy? No, they didn't. They they put one rubber band in the middle. They just for the ignored first that. Week, I wonder why. The they were like, you can go without a rubber band this week. Okay. Can you eat pussy? Uh, I have not checked yet. Probably. Let, let <laughs> us know. <laughs> I mean, it may look a little, a little awkward. It might hurt a little. It may look, you gotta, 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 kind of like uh, tender uh, still because uh, there's all these stitches right yeah, yeah. yeah. That's why I can't smile. Every time I smile or grin really, really large, it like hurts so badly. Probably like, shouldn't have tears. come to the show tonight then. Oh, no. No, yeah. it's great. I'm such a masochist. <laughs> I love how while she's <laughs> telling all so of this. So face slapping's good. Now. <laughs> while yet. she's telling this story, Michelle's like, oh, yeah, yeah, uh-huh. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Nobody knows. Yeah. There's no, a puddle. Totally She's on the edge I of her chair. You. There's a puddle nice at the edge. It's share that. Yay. She's like, can I get my mirror and just look inside? I just, <laughs> yeah. just, just, just want to look inside. Yeah. I'll just go get my... I'll go get my pu- puppy Ramon. Oh, excellent. Yeah, I know, but you, I, that's been that's been next to your nutsack. You're not going to put a mirror in Sphinx's mouth. It's been next to your nutsack. Unless that's your jam. I'm not going to, you know. We can discuss. We can discuss. I don't know what your orientation is, so I don't know if sweaty nutsack mirror in my mouth is. Oh! My, so, you know, I see you guys kind of cuddly together. So, you know. I mean, because you could practice world's smallest penis blowjob just to kind of work it out, you know, oh, just like get a pinky and just be all, doo, 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 doo. <laughs> you yeah. just to kind of work it, so that way you still feel like I can suck a dick. I can, d- I can do it still. I can yeah. still do it. It's just going to be very small dick. I don't think she wants to suck your dick. That's right. You're not getting your. No, dick no one wants to her. suck. It. No, That's no, true. because my behemoth of a monolith of a penis. Yeah, I've seen it. It's not a it uh, just monolith. Sh- believe me, <laughs> <laughs> it's nice, but it is not a behemoth. <laughs> Well, it's 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 a good size penis. Okay, can't, <laughs> can't you Kathy. just live with that? Does it have to be a behemoth? It's uh, <laughs> did you just call it Smurf behemoth? Hey, you know what? I am totally okay with hey, draining Boogie. my penis on a curve. Oh my god! I did have you, no uh, problem. Put me in a room full of uh, guys with small dicks, and uh, I'll be happy. Oh I have no problem. Did you get? Don't that, put me uh, on a porn set. Uh, Lord. Did you get that wax cleaned off the floor? <gasps> oh my fucking god! <laughs> You fucking <laughs> tards. 
I come by. My Kiki Valentine's going great. Classes oh everywhere. God. All of a sudden, the doors kind of close, and I look in, and I just and they're looking with this like horrified <laughs> look, and they Michelle and Poppy Ramon, and and I look down and remember. <laughs> Who's the janitor? <laughs> Who's the janitor at Threshold? Who is it, Kathy? That would be you, buddy. Uh-huh. And I look down, and Papi Ramon was teaching all day wax play. <laughs> and somehow, a magical entire paraffin bath. <laughs> and, and whose paraffin bath? That was probably what? Unger's was paraffin Unger's. bath. <laughs> Just somehow was not the paraffin was no longer in the bath was she on her knees trying to clean it i was i had the spatula and i'm like oh shit oh shit oh shit and i walk right in boogie's gonna kill me boogie's gonna kill me i walk right in and i just look down and all of my joy of the day stopped and i realized you're a fucking janitor and i just went I hate you. And I walked away. <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh my God, that's so Shit funny. happens, whatever. Probably not a good idea to come tonight. It was Unger's paraffin I bath. Know. And he had to clean it. <laughs> well, I got I got reprimanded during our um, cigar class. By too. Unger? By Unger, yeah. Mm-hmm. Unger, yeah. Uh, Denial of service. Yeah. yeah. That yeah. was told to everyone in the class what I did. Yeah. And so you didn't get to... Do you get some, uh, cigar service? No. No, she wasn't allowed to. I, she, was, I picked a cigar that I know she's, she likes. I've yeah. let her try it before. Right? I, I like that one. Yeah, the ochre, which is just funny because it's mine. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, wouldn't, let her, wouldn't let, her, let her taste it at all. Oh, that's Mm-mm. so mean. I didn't Not even get his ash. <gasps> I didn't even get the ash. Now I, that's when they put the ash in your mouth. Yeah. yeah. He, and that's he, something you enjoy. Yes. Okay. And he ashed he 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 was kind enough to ash my cigar in my mouth, but he would not ash his cigar in my mouth. Oh, Unger. Uh, uh-huh. Well, you didn't ashes. you didn't earn it. Yeah, he took my ash and as I well. Did it, I did it in a very servicey way. I must he have. did. Man. It was really nice. All right. Michelle is just going to And I got to get more of those cigars cuz when I when I lit hers as part of the cigar service, uh, it tasted really good. <laughs> okay. Oh, so so to give a recount on my end of that whole incident. Uh huh. Oh, here uh-huh. we go. This was the end of the second class I just taught. Right. I was doing the tasters. There was people in line. Right. I'm doing the taster on people's hands, and I hear, "Oh, I forgot my water bottle." And I'm like, <laughs> "Okay, still doing the thing." And then I just hear clunk, clunk, splash. I'm like, what the fuck did she do now? I'm thinking it's a water bottle because I heard a splash. Yeah. So I'm still continuing pouring wax on someone's arm. I look over to get more wax. And, and that's and when I realize there's only one bath here. What happened to the other bath? Then I see her and I go, holy fuck. And the I'm looking thing, at the damage I can see because it was kind of stuffed in there. All over the chair. The chair, all the floor, every, everything. Oh God, and she gets just grinning. Everywhere. And I'm like... Okay, well, at least I have the other one. Now I got to finish these other people. Holy shit, it's about seven minutes till the next person has to come in here and teach their class. <laughs> so now I got to rush these demos, try and clean up as much as I can and over here. And throw a tarp on it. And throw a tarp. And then what was hilarious was her first thought was, oh, my God, Boogie's going to kill me. <laughs> and then I see you walk by, and I think I even yelled, hey, Boogie. <laughs> Dick. Just and it was more to punish her, so you could give her the shit. Michelle, you had quite a day. And then I and then y'all he walked by and then yeah I see you're poking your head and I'm waiting I'm waiting for the reaction, and I see the face drop. 
I oh, saw your face just drop. That's pretty funny. And he just, he I does know goes, it's, I hate it's, you, and he did gets, walk away, so I can concur. It's, it's everything. <laughs> and just, guess it. Tra- it didn't. You guys did a good job of getting well, it up. It, it guess, guess who cleaned it? Guess who cleaned it? Yeah, good. <laughs> Most of it. I wonder why. Guess yeah. who, who went home to get a tool to clean it? Yeah, and then we had to Yeah, I know, because they left my get. spatula from the kitchen just with <laughs> covered in wax left in the sound room. I just saw that the other day. I was I'm like, scraping them with this little, the the yeah. broom, yeah, 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 dustpan. Yeah. That's what I was scraping with. So, in other words, if you're doing wax play out there in perverted podcast <laughs> don't land, let just Michelle don't let Michelle near anywhere but, near it. And, and put down remember? tarps. Tarps. Wax gets everywhere. Well, fucking, here's what's funny. Everywhere. It happened to land where the tarps were not because I had a tarp on the floor. Place where there weren't tarps. It just did not land where I had tarps. Why, why, why was there a place in the room at all with no tarps? Uh, I did not set up that room. I actually had to get asked for a okay, second guys, tarp. Guys, 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 guys. <laughs> on the right, floor. People. Just, please, fucking Christ. <laughs> please, let's go on. Jesus. <laughs> and I didn't get a tarp. Well, you should have got a tarp. Sorry. You know, we got Sorry. fucking people all over the world listening right now. <laughs> well, it's it's important to note. Just, That's yeah, right, yeah. With wax. Have, <laughs> your, have your he said, she said after. Let's just <laughs> fucking go on. <laughs> I was picking wax off of myself all day. Okay. All right. Let's say hello <laughs> to our new peepee zams and zombies. We we, we I didn't we I didn't do have that more often. Yeah, we should. Well, no, it's just I got some emails and and we got some people and it is such a thing. Like it's a thi- like it's it's this whole bittersweet thing because we get the letter because of course if you are insane enough to be with us for 141 shows that means you sat and listened to everyone. Obviously, you either drive a lot um, or you're insane. <laughs> um, and it's just that moment, like, like our listeners really feel when you become a peak after 50, you listen to 20 episodes of Perverted Podcast, you're a zit, a zombie in training. So if, if you get to 50, if you've listened to 50 episodes, you are now an official PP zombie. But if you listen to all episodes, you become a PP zombie. Apocalypse Master. Right. And you are now wow. literally one of us. You are literally, you know me better than I know myself. And then there's two other titles that we rarely use, but we did make them up. There's like redo and, you know, for people yeah. that listen to it twice. all backwards, yeah. twice backwards and stuff. <laughs> so it's actually kind of a thing because you're now kind of, I mean, it's without all the celebration and protocol and everything. It's just kind of like, hey, this is, this is my show. And I listen to my show and, and I... We work really hard to create that environment for people to come in and have it be their show. Maybe they listen to other shows. We're not like, you know, we're polyamorous. If there's other great podcasts, please, by all means, <laughs> fucking listen to them. But listen to ours. It's only an hour a week, so whatever. So it's always the same thing. They're really excited. They feel a part of the family. They, you know, they say some nice things that, that it's, they're part of. And then it's always that kind of sadness that it's like, oh, man, now I got to wait every week. <laughs> exactly. Now I can only listen because once a week. Up. Because <laughs> which I just want to say that's wonderful. Thank you. Now you can get a hobby. Oh, Maybe come do on. some other things. Ah. Take up, you know. Whole painting. You can't do that while you're driving. That's the whole problem. That's true. Is that you need stuff. That's too. true. Well, uh, well you know, masturbation and driving. That's yay, hey. Michelle. <laughs> 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 so, just wanted to say hi to all the new zombies, zams, and zits. 
Hola, uh, como esta? Very good. Um, just some <laughs> quick uh, other PP news. First off, 424-226-2037 is our voicemail n- number. And yes, I finally figured out how to put a greeting on it. So when you call that number... <laughs> You know it's us because someone called and then they called right after and they said, is this the right number? Because did I just divulge my life story <laughs> to like some pottery channel or something? <laughs> so I went and it, it, was, it was insane, but I figured out. And so there's a message, 424-226-2037. Give us a message. Next week, we actually have a good call. It was a good uh, question about breath play. And we're going to talk about that a little bit on the next show. People Ooh. are calling. So that's exciting. Um, for those of you that listen to iHeartRadio, um, which is a very popular format for all sorts of music and stuff like that. Uh, Perverted Podcast is now available on iHeartRadio. So um, so that's awesome. uh, pretty good. And then I spent this week, because you know, we have the end song show where I play my crappy music, and then I'm supposed to upload those songs for free download to um, SoundCloud because people email me, you know, like out of the 3,000 people that supposed listen, to? like one person will be like, I like that song, and I just email it to them because, you know, it's one person. So I spent the four, six hours and got updated. So now all of the end show songs that we put up are all on our SoundCloud on the new website, pervertedpodcast.com. There is a page that has the player and you can go to the SoundCloud page and download every song that I put up there and all the jingles and stuff that we do. And those are all free and you can have those. And that is the PP news. That is the PP news. Then now leads to some new production because I'm learning shit but that's not what's important this is one of your new uh, this is a new segment Kathy <laughs> and you're going to help us start Mew I don't like it this is, is a new it? segment go stand by Kathy please and uh, let's do that new segment now you deserve to train your brain to say no, no. yourself and learn to say no gotta no. love yourself and learn to say no gotta no. love yourself and learn to say no Train your brain to say no! (laughs) 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 Yay! (laughs) I'm so retarded. What the hell? Okay. Okay, this is going to be sloppy, (laughs) and it's going to be bad. No, it's actually going to be amazing. This is something you've done a lot. This is something I do with partners, and I talk ad nauseum with partners, because the um, the entire world has a problem saying no. Uh, this is true. You know, most people have that. Most of us are trained. It's a programming. It is a function of the mind. It is nothing to shame or guilt yourself over. It is a training. And so I've been working and developing a class that's called No Training that kind of works with, you know, operant conditioning, uh, you know, to help reprogram the brain and empower people to say no. Um, because we all need it. And so uh, I, I'm going to be all over the place because I have like a two-hour class with it. And it's it's the basics are it's about stimulating the mind and creating that positive environment to say no when you don't feel like saying no. So there's some stimulation that we do. It's, you know, people hear about positive affirmations and stuff like that. Go ahead. You were going to say something. I was wondering. Uh, actually, no. Go ahead. We're okay. going to talk about it later. Go ahead. All right, so I'm going to skip over this, blah, 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 blah. Why are you skipping over your nose? I, well, you know, I'm just, I want to get into the thing, you know. He wants to do the thing. Yeah, um, because, eh, I probably should have read it all. Yeah. Um, whatever. Um, but the important thing is, is to understand that all of our fears, all of our insecurities, all of the things that we judge and hate and shame in the brain 
There is an actual purpose for those things. And at the root, that is your brain trying to survive something, trying to protect you from something. Maybe it's not doing the best job, or maybe your brain doesn't understand that the thing that you're afraid of might actually help you. Those are parts of your brain that aren't about your identity and that logic. It's just functions of survival. No, you're right. You lock into it early in life, and it doesn't always have a reason. That's not always logical. Yeah, so so the idea is some of the first uh, the first steps in, in learning how to say no is to stop beating yourself up for not being able to say no. Because when you say, and I, I mean, I sat for two hours with someone yesterday and they're on, you know, fucking, you know, just self-deprecating. I should be able to say no. Why can't I say, it? you know, the, 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 the FetLife thing we did today. You know, the person was like, oh, maybe I should have spoke up more. And people, you beat yourself up. What you're doing at that point is you're now devaluing yourself and you're beating up on your self-worth. And if you don't have self-worth, if you don't build that that care for yourself and that value in yourself, what is going to be your motivation to self-advocate? There's none. What are you going to do? You're going to self, I mean, maybe you'll self-advocate because, you know, it helps your kids or something like that. But you are actually never going to self-advocate yourself if you continue to judge and guilt and deprecate and shame yourself. That is your first order of business is to stop saying your inability to say no is a negative or bad thing. It is just what it is. Your brain is trying to fix an equation. It is not doing it successfully. You now need to retrain your brain in a positive way to be able to say no, to advocate for yourself. And that comes down to finding value. Right. Does okay. that make sense? It does make sense. Yeah. So go ahead. Nothing. You want to know what I'm using? What yes. My. I don't like that I'm the guinea pig, first of all. I just want, for the record, to state <laughs> that we could have chosen someone else to we do this. We totally could have. All right. But I had. No? What did you say, huh? Joe? Was that a no? Yes. Damn it. That, you be quiet. She didn't say no to no training. Actually, she actually something happened uh, last Friday right. that. Um, that I found myself unable to say no. So should I, you want me to tell you what that is? Sure, sure. Matter? Okay. Oh, yeah. Um, I was with Creative Explorer, and um, there are times uh, where it's very difficult for me to submit to become the slave, right, in our, in our dynamic, because I'm a very independent person. And throughout the entire week, it's, I, I'm the one who makes the, the choices in my life. So then it's always been a challenge. But there are certain times where my independence is is so through the roof that it is impossible for me to submit at that moment. And I don't know how to do it, and I can feel it coming, and it happened once before, and it happened again on Friday. And I, in my mind is the voice saying, you can do this, you can do this, find a way to do it, uh, even though there's a part of my brain that's thinking, you know that your independence is at 11 right now, and you can't dial it back. And I refuse to tell him we need to stop. I refuse to say red because in my mind I'm like you can just keep trying, keep trying and I can see the moment where he's finally going to say not get not give me a choice and just grab me by the hair and I I see it coming and I see it coming and I know I should say stop, we need to talk and I can't do it. And I didn't do it and we got into this horrible negative feedback loop and mm-hmm. the whole scene went Kaput. south really yeah. fast. Yeah. So what was, I mean, obviously we're going to try to cram a lot of stuff in. Yes, I'll what try and were, make it what were, No, no, no. What were some of the things? What are some of the reasons that we don't say no? 
I can, I can tell you for me in this situation, do you want me to get more uh, general about what I believe other people? No, just give give for yourself. Like, what, what did you feel was at stake by not speaking up for yourself? Well, I've... I've culti- we've cultivated this dynamic. I've put a great, we both have put a great deal of time into making this power exchange work. And it, it is counterintuitive to then, as the slave, stop and say, I'm calling the shots. I'm calling the scene. I'm in charge now. And I'm telling you that you can't have what you want right now. I'm cutting your pleasure off. So you felt you weren't living up to I, your yeah, expectation absolutely. of yourself by by saying yeah. no. And then on the other a- a- aspect of this is that I I f- I just find it hard to say no to people when they're expecting something good and it's in my power to give it to them. Is I that because it, of disappointment? You're yes. afraid to disappoint them. That yeah. that is probably that's one my of the, role. Yeah. That's my one of role the is to do that, and it doesn't matter whether it's in it's the power exchange that we're having or it's just somebody who I'm having dinner with. It doesn't matter if it is within my power to make you feel good. I find it almost impossible to say no, even though it may not be something. It may be something even, I don't want. Even do. if see, there's you you touched on something, and a lot of people uh, do this is you now try to control the script. Of the other person. Oh, yeah. Instead of realizing that, like, as a daddy dominant, whatever the fuck you want to call me, um, I don't want a feeble, broke down doormat of a partner. You know, I want somebody that has that. It actually inspires me. It actually is a gift to me and makes me. We're not going to talk. There's always going to be disappointment and rejection. And those are feelings. Those, Those are feelings that you have. But ultimately... Logically, in our relationship, those are the things that make when they do say no, um, don't get carried away, by the way, Mew. She's looking <laughs> at me. She's, she's all, I have no fucking problem saying no to him. She does it to me all the time. But that is right now you're not giving your partner the benefit of growth because you're trying to control. It's absolutely true. What you said about avoiding disappointment, uh, that is my credo. Avoid disappointment at all costs. From the time I was a little kid, I realized my value to my parents lay in my being able to not cause trouble. Right. To not disappoint them. Because then I was the one thing in my mom's life that was not causing trouble. And so she always smiled at me and she liked having me around. So my little brain locks into that. Mm-hmm. And as we, as Creative Explorer and I talked about it yesterday, um, we talked at great length. And what I said, what, what, ha- what makes me really upset is that in doing this, in telling myself, don't disappoint, don't disappoint, you ended up being a lot more forceful to try and push me down, which usually works. But when my independence is ratcheted up so high, that's not going to work. And I, I, you turn into a bully in my eyes. Right. And he got so upset because that is a trigger for him. And so I, I was, I told him I'm, I'm having trouble actually not um, getting down on myself because in, in an effort to not disappoint you and to not be the person who is going to have that look where, Oh, Kathy, now in order to save myself, in other words, I turned you into the bully, mm. something that I would never want to do. And so th- I said, because he was saying how this, you know, this is a two-way street. Uh, this is about both of us. We both have responsibility. And I had to stop him and say, you're absolutely right. But I have like 80% of the responsibility because the shit was in my head. And I turned you into a bully when that is something that I would never want to do. So on top of that, I had a lot of self, you know, 
beating myself myself up, up, which makes it even harder to say no because you now you you don't have that value. So what we're going to try to do, this is thank you. First off, thank you very much. I I love hearing you. I know you hate this. Uh, If if the listeners could see your face right now, (laughs) but I, I really appreciate your honesty and I appreciate your vulnerability and and it and it makes a better show and it and it makes our friendship better. Thank you. Um, (laughs) Part of what we have to do first off is having support. If you have toxic people in your life, they are not going to want you to value yourself because they cannot control you. They cannot take from you. They cannot use you in the way that they want. The emotional vampires, um, you know, the people that want to take. These are the people, and we know who these people are in our lives. We can feel that they're toxic and they take. The first step is to gain the support for yourself to combat the toxic. Because sometimes you can't get the toxic people out of your life. If you're in a, in a marriage and you got kids and you're not ready to divorce or whatever, you're going to have toxic people in your life and, and whatever. You have to counter that. Um, if you can get rid of them, get rid of them. But uh, if you have to have toxic people in your life, you have to understand that your support base of people that understand your value and that people that are together that value each other, finding those 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 people that you can work together on this is one of the ways to combat your value structure that you have been programmed into your head that you don't deserve to say no and that you don't deserve to disappoint someone. And that's a training. It's a it's it's literally just a training, you know, it's in psychology, you know, you and I uh, talked a lot about today you know there's operant condition classical condition there's all sorts of ways to address your value and so one of the things we do is is that positive reinforcement every time you eat something that tastes good your brain stores that data and then it sends what is it i think it's called glutamine or something like that that's the, the neurotransmitter that says, go get that. Remember that? That tasted really good. Go get that. There are a number of those neurotransmitters in your brain for different things. When something smells good, when you have a pleasing sound that creates uh, an energy, when you have a visual, um, you know, like, you know, you said you like puppies. You know, there's a, there's a feeling that your brain is now storing this information So if you're trying to reprogram your value in yourself and your ability to specifically say no in situations, the idea is that positive reinforcement. So what we're going to do and what I've done with other people is you create some things. Like Kathy says, she likes pineapple. So I have a little tray of pineapple here. Is that what that is? I have a little tray of pineapple. And... (laughs) The way you do it is as many as you can get. Like if I had a laptop with pictures of puppies and pineapples and then I'm not, I don't top you. So, but you said you love it when Mew scratches your head. Look at the little hands. They're so So, so go over Mew, go and stand behind Kathy and first give her some head scratches. Little. Uh, okay, good. Uh, little so head scratches. Cute. Okay, good. Now stop for a second. Now, <laughs> well, hang on a second. This is there. You, there's lots of scratches that are waiting. So the idea behind no training is that it's a reward-based system. It's operant conditions. So what we're going to do is we're not going to start. You don't start right into all the crazy shit. Why not? Just tell me who I need to fuck to get more of that. (laughs) Okay, good. Michelle. So what we do right now is in, in in the actual 
program thing that I have, there's a lot. There's first, there's affirmations where you talk about your value and that it's okay to disappoint someone if it means that you value somebody and that it's okay to just allow people to feel disappointment and rejection because you have value. So there's a lot of affirmations and things that you repetitively say over and over to have that training in your head when you come into the situation. So we're going to kind of skip over that because, you know, it's a show. It's a show. (laughs) And we're going to kind of go to some of the things. I'm going to ask you a question, mm. and your only job, mm-hmm. your only job, Kathy, mm-hmm. is to just say no. <laughs> you just have to say no. Okay, I hope these are easy questions. Some of these are easy, oh, but you want to hold but, my hand. But there's a couple. No, and I think I'll just squeeze it to death if I. Just, yeah. <laughs> so I'm going to ask you a question. You respond with no, and then you're going to get a piece of pineapple. <gasps> you got some pineapple here, little toothpick. Pineapple chunks. Little pineapple chunks. You got little toothpicks here. Aww, all right. Ain't that cute? And then you is going to scratch your head, and I'm going to thank you for your. For <laughs> I feel so weird. <laughs> this is well, obviously in this situation it is a little weird, but you have there's people, people watching. You, but just remember, these people around here are inspired by you and are your friends, and actually give a fuck about you. This is true, and we love you. And so for for this and and our listeners. We're on your team. We're still well. Eddie, you're gonna get it. Poppy Ramon doesn't love you. <laughs> He's he, all man. He just he just wants some penis. So let's start with our first question. All you have to do is say no. Okay. Take a relax. Mew, be ready to uh, reward if uh, if she says no. All right. Let's see. Where is this one? Uh, okay. Wait. Hang on. Oh, there they are. There are the you questions. Can do it. You can Kathy. Do it. What? Will you make out with me after I tongue your butthole? <laughs> no. That no was out of the gate before oh, you. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Oh. Kathy? Yes? Thank you. <laughs> I hear you. Your feelings are valid. You showing respect for yourself inspires me to respect you more. Mew, give her some attention. Mm. Kathy, have a pineapple. A pineapple. <laughs> mm. Pineapple's very good. Can All I right. have another? Yeah, you will. Well, just in a second. I want it now. It's just, well, mm-hmm. it's, it's only a no away. <laughs> no is a good thing. Kathy, mm-hmm. can I use your arm to fist a pregnant water buffalo? No! <laughs> you schmuck. <laughs> can that, I have another one? Hang on. Take your, take your pineapple. Good. Thank you. Your uh, feelings are valid, Kathy. You do not have to fist a pregnant water buffalo. I hate you. And showing respect for yourself inspires me. To have more respect for you. Oh, my God. This is so nice. All right. Now, Kathy. Oh, God. Here it comes. Now, then. You're doing really well. Okay. You're doing, Wait, you're doing really. Swallow. Huh? Okay. okay I just swallowed. Swallow. You're doing really good. All you have yes, to do is do. say no, and we support you. We're all here together, <laughs> and it's okay. Just okay. And if I can, it's okay. If you, yeah, whatever. Okay. If you can, it's okay. You know, we'll just, uh, we'll just love you. All right, Kathy. Look, I, I know you're really busy. Uh, but I promised my friends that I would go to a concert with them today. Can you pick up my mom and take her to her doctor's appointments? Oh, you are evil son of a bitch. I mean, I just want to go to this fucking concert. You know, I told him I was going to go. Fuck it. You know, it's like I figured you're, you know, you're busy. I know you got a lot to do, but, but, you know, whatever. You got a car. You. Can you do that? I Can you just you. do that for me? No. Thank you, Kathy. Thank Yay. you very much. <laughs> you get a pineapple. I don't feel good. And you get some head scratches. I don't feel good. It doesn't matter. No doesn't always have to feel oh. good. But the fact is, is you valued yourself enough to say no. And you get rewards for that. And you help us. 
and you inspire us to be better people because if we don't get told no, then we just become spoiled little assholes. You know what? You're actually, What's weird? What? It actually didn't feel as good or taste as good afterwards. Okay. Isn't that horrible? No. That's not horrible at all. Mm-mm. That's that's normal. Okay. That's Continue. absolutely normal. We have one more okay. and that's all and that's all we're going to do. Mm. We have one more. And mm. first off, the fact that you've come to just the fact that you agreed <laughs> to this, I think is really cool. Mm. You've then, never been this nice to me and you're scaring me a little. What's the last question? <laughs> <laughs> all right. Now normally we would take more time. You would do more silly yes. questions. And you would have, like, the person's favorite play toys, and then you would play with them for a couple minutes, right. you know, with their favorite flogger or their favorite, well, you know, but whatever. But I tell you, thing. that one was tough. Yeah. Because even though I knew it was imaginary, I'd be like, I would be hard-pressed hard. to say no. But yeah. you, have now, you, have, you have now seen that saying no in that situation is not always negative. It's just not your brain. And obviously, this is something that takes repetition. This isn't... This is not one and done. I'm not going to come out yeah. of here. You're not going to come out of here and be like, Explorer. no, <laughs> fuck you, bitch. You're, you're, no. But it is part of that process, gaining support, reaffirming yourself, stimulating other parts of your brain, allowing yourself to have an amazing brain. You have a fucking amazing brain. It's like, what, like seven trillion yeah. functions a day. I don't even know how it does half the shit it you does. You can handle it. All right. You can handle saying no. We have one more, <laughs> and then that's it. Okay. You got pineapple. You got lots of head scratches. Uh-huh. Kathy. Uh-huh. Okay, I know you overheat a lot, and um, and there's no. Are you talking about my hot flashes? No, I I just know you get hot. <laughs> yeah, I know you get hot. You're aren't you done with your hot flashes? No, no. I know you get hot. <laughs> I know you get really hot. We're gonna go on this long drive, um, and I know there's no AC in the back of the car. Okay. Oh, um. And I know it's really cramped for you and your your shoulders fucking fucking with you. But I just I just like sitting in the front. Um so I'm I'm gonna sit in the front. I just I'm gonna sit in the front. Is that cool? You just sit in the back and be uncomfortable. I just I'm just gonna sit in the front. Mm. No. Very good, Kathy. It's not a very good. Yay! That's very, that very good. I'm take my pineapple Take two pineapples. Now. I will. And give her mm. lots of head scratches. That was tough. I know specifically that I that know. one's that You one's, chose that one, didn't you? That one's a, that one's a tough one. I actually one. have trouble doing that. Yeah. You can have all the pineapple. Thank you. <laughs> you can eat all the pineapple. Oh, my God. She's got the sweetest, little, most adorable hands. And that's the type of reward that you get when you validate yourself and you value yourself. And you self-advocate for yourself. It didn't hurt. Well, I understand that you don't want me to sit <laughs> in the seat. Well. <laughs> it is totally, it is totally okay. Oh. And you have to allow yourself to keep practicing. And we can keep practicing. You can keep practicing with. You can practice with Creative Explorer because I know that he's okay if you say no oh and my you God, communicate he, with him. Yes, he's so okay. But the idea is that in that sense. Your needs, your real needs. You're not shitty and spoiled. You know, when you have a real need like that, you know, that situation that happened the other night, mm-hmm. you know that there's there's value in that. And you know the evidence is, is that it's going to work out. It's going to work out. You're going to have a good conversation with him. It's going to work out. It may be uncomfortable, but you're worth it. Thank you. Now, you do this with other people, but you take a long time. This yes. is not. This is yeah. This is this is just ongoing. This is literally ongoing. But if you do it and your brain gets constantly, you know, 
you just get all those affirmations. It's like evidence. It's like do, it's just doing some basic science, man. If you do an experiment long enough, you eventually go, wait a minute. Why was I? Why was this hard for me? This yeah. is now seems more. It's like training. You think the guys can go and run through bullets in the army, you know, and that they just, you know, twenty year old kid just joins the army and can get shot at. And no, they are trained and programmed, and you have to just, man. Get rid of your. Just do it. Yeah, but and and we've actually di- uh, brought this up in in other parts of our discussions on on the podcast. In that, uh, no, there is no training in a lot of life for the things that require training. Yeah, the things that you need to do over and over again. That you need a mentor and that you need someone standing over you telling you step by step how to do it. This is one of those things. No, nobody's. I mean, when you said I'm developing this this no training. Um, it sounded weird at first, but then I realized that, of course, that makes 100% sense. 100% sense. <laughs> Close enough. <laughs> because that's what you actually need. Somebody who's willing to take the time to reprogram your brain, and that reprogramming takes repetition. Yeah. I don't Absolutely. know any other way Absolutely. It's yeah. the same thing with, your drug and, with drug and alcohol recovery, with therapy, with all the things. There is no quick... I mean, you may have an epiphany and have a great realization you know, by hearing a good speaker or doing a good workshop or whatever. But the reality is, is your brain is used to cre- solving a puzzle and then not having to worry about it. How many people think about how they drive to work? You don't. You do it a few times. Your brain's programmed. You can now compartmentalize that somewhere. You, your brain now can focus on other things. So you actually have to go and open up that program and do those challenges with it so you can then reprogram it it's just it's a very simple process it's repetitive sometimes and takes a while but i in my life especially with drug and alcohol recovery and a lot of the anger and all all that stuff um that repetition has paid off and i'm now a thousand times happier than i've ever been in my life and that took training Mm -hmm. so so very good. So that's uh, that was hard, but you did a great job. I didn't you think you did, really did that good. Great, oh, you have no idea. You did oh, really good. I was Everyone on the edge. I'm like, yeah. I don't want to say no. I don't want to say no. I don't want to say no. But you did it, mm. and that makes you win. And that's how we do it here on Perverted <laughs> Podcast. <laughs> <laughs> and that is our show. Thank you, Threshold, for providing this perverted playground for us to record in. If you're in the Los Angeles or surrounding area, visit Threshold.org. Find out about joining their kinky family. Thank you to everyone in the Love Lab tonight, especially Unger and everybody in the chat room. Woo! To Bionic Sphinx and her gal pal Jewel. To Michelle the Wax Spiller and Eddie. Poppy Ramon. And let's not forget Joe the Man. Joe! And lovely Mew with those Head scratches, she's oh good. Oh, my God. If you have questions, comments, or ideas, either email us at pervertedpodcast at gmail.com or call us at 424-226-2037. And don't forget to visit pervertedpodcast.com. Well, we have successfully made it through crazy and sloppy as it was. Show 142 next it week. It was sloppy. 143, but it was impacting. Yes, it was it pretty was. cool. And you it had pineapple was. and head scratches. I did. Um, next week, uh, got a bunch of stuff that we're going to do. I don't know what <laughs> I have we're doing. No previews. Why do I talk at the end of the show? <laughs> Jesus, I'm we pretty much figure out the day before. Just, I really, yeah, pretty much. But anyway, here's a here's a show. Once again, you can go to our new uh, pervertedpodcast.com website 
and uh, find the songs that we have. And uh, the next one that's going to be up is this song that I actually wrote about a prostitute that I had sex with in Mexico in a very bizarre situation. Oh my it was God. a very actually. And then you wrote a song about. And it. And then I wrote a song about it, and uh, it was actually very romantic and sweet. And we will see you guys next week. Woo! She walked the stage like magic Before their hungry eyes She dripped of softness, grace and beauty Found myself inspired Her name was Gabby She lit the Latin skies It may seem crazy Sometimes a man just needs to know That he's alive I'd mock the men while they weren't looking She had to hold her laugh No matter what, she's still a woman And worthy of respect Her name was Gabby She lit the Latin skies It may seem crazy Sometimes a man just needs to know that he's alive